There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Y'all, something's wrong with Poodle's taint. <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> I I bought a Peloton because I'm a basic bitch like all y'all out there. T- tell them what your Peloton name is because they're going to want to follow you. You have to follow me. Is um, it Piano Cat at Peloton? No, it should have been. Um, it's Jake it or fake it. The same thing. Oh. I didn't choose a crazy, like, new Peloton name. I don't have the creative space. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I uh, I am Jake it or fake it. So you can follow me if you like. Um, uh, I think I need to get my picture on there and something. But I I, I did it yesterday, and my taint hurts. <laughs> if you're not no. familiar with a taint, you can Google it. Um, Carl! <laughs> Carl! What's a taint? Is that like a... Is that a paint color, Carl? Do they sell it over at Cook's Paint, Carl? It's uh, it's like a part of a toolkit, you know. Not the, it's not the wrench, it's not the the screwdriver, it's the taint. You use it yeah. to level floors. Yes. Yes, exactly. exactly. It hurt though. And like, it's just like the edge of it. And I think, I think something's wrong with my seat. I, I think that's I'm, what I was going to suggest, but I'm really actually more like to say something's wrong through taint. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a problem when I was teaching. I had a problem sitting down. Maybe it's sore just because it got, you know, I, I, I got really worked got... out the other day. <laughs> It'd been a while. No. Uh, uh, it's fine. You know what? That area can run a mile. Are you uh, sure? Because Mr. Penis opened that door. <laughs> and they heard. Hello, 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 hello. Hello? Hello, hello. hello. Sugar <laughs> It's fine. I'm going to. And I'm then suddenly the dick went inside and like in a magic, all the, <laughs> all the, 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 the kerosene lamps just all flew open. They all came to light. The wind- <laughs> <laughs> the windows flew open and Poodle got fucked. <laughs> that wasn't, that was, I haven't, it hasn't happened again. Just so you know, it's been right. recent. I don't know. We might have another lockdown here, so it may have to. It's getting worse. As soon as, as soon as the, the shop was open, it looks like it's going to be closed for repairs. <laughs> you know what? I, I, it's too bad you didn't get COVID and live through it because then you could have, if you had antibodies, you could be like, come fuck me. You'd have like three months of fucking. That's my screen. My screen name would be COVID fuck. <laughs> you can't give me anything I haven't had. I've, I've had it all. You know what's amazing to me is what if some people that act what what if some of these Plathville people 
actually are like, oh, there's a podcast about us. Let me listen to this show. Right now, no, can you, Lydia the- is just sobbing, <laughs> trying to hit her phone going, no, 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 no. Yeah, I severe, I seriously doubt that anyone with the name 90 Day Gays wants to look at Plathville, except for Moriah. Moriah, Moriah loves all the gays. And, we, she and said. Olivia. And I think they, Micah's probably into it after this shower and scene. And Ethan probably would really enjoy the show. I think I Ethan would be so comfortable with us because he's so just himself. It would, would make us uncomfortable. Yeah. He would laugh the whole time. I think you uh, would feel like you were like, you were like, um, I would just flop down and give him a BJ right there. Okay. Well, let's jump into the show, everybody. <laughs> Y'all, this, this is, is Plathville. This is Plathville. Season two, episode two. My What's mystery this? man. I was going to let you say it because I knew you wanted My to say mystery it. mystery man. <laughs> Um, how do we want to do this? I guess we can kind of talk about how it went. It kind of makes sense, I guess. I think we can do it, but for by character because they split everybody up pretty kind well. Of split up, okay. Um, um, who would you like to start with, Poodle Boudreaux? Well, how it normally starts, Micah. Okay, Micah. Um, so Micah, he's he said, "I'm going to have a really hot, sexy photo shoot." Kind of have a hot, sexy photo shoot and photo shoot in Tallahassee. Those two words don't belong together in any way. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if you're from Tallahassee. Y'all, there's a lot of strip malls there. Um, a lot. I've never been. Maybe a lot it, of strip malls. Is it nice? Because um. <laughs> we read Tampa and Bill Bulware came for us and said Tampa's no, beautiful. No, no, no. Tallahassee is nothing like Tampa. No, no. Because uh, Tallahassee's not on the beach, is it? Or is it? No. It's no. inland, landlocked? It's inland. I don't know oh. if it's landlocked. You're asking me a lot of questions about a city I don't know a ton about. And people are going to jump down my fucking throat anyway. That's true. Um, uh, so you just said we were talking about Tallahassee. We were talking about Tallahassee, but y'all, we um, got interrupted. And I have to say, Poodle <laughs> is such a good friend because Poodle hates interruptions. Like hate he, he cannot stand it. But because we get interrupted, because I can't say anything. Was a hospital's good. calling about my dad having cancer. I just say, I'm sorry, there's a call. And I just see inside, I see his eyes go. <laughs> <laughs> but on the outside, he just goes, okay. Um, it's it a good friend. Anything but your cancerous father, um, uh, anything dealing with him, I would have a, uh, I would have, as my mother said, 40 duck fits about it. Um, anyway, let's talk about something sadder than my father with cancer. Well, let's uh, go back to Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Yeah. Um, I went, I went because I, I auditioned at FSU because I thought I might want to do my master's. Um, oh, is that where FSU is? Yeah. Oh. Even my mother, it's the capital. So even my, my mother was looking, looking around going, this is gross. <laughs> it's a good music school. It's a co- it is. It's a college town um, uh, that I didn't want to be a college town. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are parts of it that I did not see that were lovely. But lots of combo tan and um, uh, nail places. Oh, that I saw. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. and before I shit on Tallahassee anymore, uh, the big city. Yeah, we're gonna get he's letters. Gonna, he's gonna have a hot and sexy photo shoot. We're gonna he's gonna broaden. I'm gonna, he's like, I broaden my horizons with every shoot. I'll broaden your horizons. Helena's um, like, and Helena, his uh, his friend that he met from modeling. This is such an excuse for a really weird and classless, classless 
photo shoot. <laughs> I mean, it's I maybe the pictures look great. I mean, I love it. I mean, y'all, first of all, this is a photo shoot photo shoot in a hotel room. I like a Hyatt. Have, <laughs> it, yes, it's a Hyatt in Tallahassee. This could have gone many ways. Executive suites. Ma- yeah. Many, many, many ways. Because yeah. when they said photo, I was like, oh, this is great. And Helene's like, yeah, we got some crazy ideas. And I went, um, you're shooting um, a shoot in a hotel shower. That's not crazy. But you know what? M- Maybe the photos look great. I don't know. I mean, Micah does make good model face. But even before we get to there, Helena says, what are your ideas? He, I also wanted to put out to talk about the headboard on this bed. Oh, Jesus. It was white and plastic. And it, there was something, it looked so porny to me. Like it the all room. looked porny. Yeah. Um, Do y'all so, know how many amateur porn videos I've seen of some guy getting stealthed? Some guy getting stealthed at the Hyatt? What's stealth? Oh, you don't know what that is. You know what? No. I think you should Google it. It's not. I one time was like browsing on porn. I was like, what is this? And it kind of horrified me. I just I recently know. learned about it. I'm not really yeah. into it. It's scary. Okay. Stealth. I'll just tell you. Stealth meaning. Um, uh, it's removing the act of a condom during sex without the consent of the partner. Yes. Oh my! That's horrible. <laughs> but this video, I was like, "What is this stealth thing?" Sure, y'all, because y'all poodle and I will say we'll try anything once. But then I learned that's what it was. awful. This is horrible. That's it's like giving people diseases. That's awful. I know. I mean, the guy had a huge dick that stealthed him, but still, I, I, I'm so, I cannot support this. No, like they'll like rip the hole in the condom that's, and it rips. It's like, horrible. Sexual anyway, assault. That's but it looked assault. It looked yes, it looked just like this hotel room, and I'm telling Let's you, move on because I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm really upset. I look. That's that's sexual assault. Don't do good. that. Don't do that. If someone I, does that for you guys, if someone does that up with them. That's sexual assault. Sue and, them. Yeah. Anyway, just anyway, so don't okay. have sex in hotel rooms like this. <laughs> but anyway, Helena's like they're talking. She's like, so what are your ideas? And Michael's like, anything hot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, I've got some ideas. He's like, oh, really? And this is like really bad flirting because he learned from Papa Plath. <laughs> no. Obviously. I think he learned from like Bob the Builder. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think Paw Patrol. He or, does not. Or Daffy Duck, how Daffy Duck flirts with women. Or That's when Daffy, yes, with when Daffy Duck flirted with the oh, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny dressed as a woman. The woman, yeah, yeah. Who there? Looking very, uh, very, very looking very, very special with those ears. Yeah, wanna, fuck off, fuck my duck cock. Fuck off, dog. Fuck off. We just ruined Looney Tunes. You just said duck cock. Um. Anyway, y'all, I, uh, but it, it, it is, again, it's the way Micah fl- is flirting is much like the dialogue in porn. Oh, it's really bad. I think he's maybe watched some porn to get, he's like, yeah, I'm into, I'm into anything you're doing. You uh, know he has watched porn. And oh, yeah. So, um, anyway, he's like, I'm in a hot photo shoot with a steamy girl. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's steamy. Um, his the vernacular that he uses to describe like sexual yeah, all like erotic 60s things and 70s. is yeah. is totally like from like uh, y'all because you know his mother let him watch like uh 
like the racist thing they could watch was like Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello <laughs> beach movies. Beach party. Yep. That, yeah. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, any moment he's going to be like, she is groovy. And then at the end, they would have a prayer meeting. Yes. About how to deal with it. So he does say, she says, the first time I met you, you were so shy. He's like, I'm not shy anymore. Um, and he's like, it looks like I'm about to get some. That's kind of what the photo shoot's supposed to look like. Um, and he's like, I think I've gone all the way, like 180 degrees in a positive direction. And I would like to point out that it's neither positive or negative. It's just 180 degrees. But at least he got 180 degrees. Not a 360 like Chevelle. Like Chevelle. Um, from Love After Lockup. Uh, so that's two this, shows now that yeah. are doing. She's wearing this awful dress. Okay. Um, she, I, it took my breath away how awful it was. It was horrible. She looks like a model uh, that's in the ads for the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. <laughs> it was one of those tie dresses that didn't fit around her boobs no. really well. And no. she had tan lines yes. on. It's and like, her, that's how the, you knew this wasn't a professional shoot. It was know? a professional. Y'all, the woman that did her makeup <gasps> needs to be. Oh. Needs to be taken out and having a talk to. It was that Southern makeup. It was that Southern makeup. I just saw Too someone watching. And my daddy was watching Family Feud. And there was a family from Arkansas on it. And this woman's name was Randa. And that's exactly <laughs> what her makeup. No, her name was Randy. She's like, ah, Randa. Randa we're going to win. Uh, anyway. That where the foundation is so thick. And they've covered everything, yeah. and it's it's a little too dark for their skin. Yes. Um. Uh. There's the, and the lipstick is bright red, and not just yeah. red, but it has that red hint with fuchsia. Yeah. It, it was, was. Yeah, it's not good. It, and the uh, her eyeshadow, y'all, something they they really like make the dark brown in the creases, but then like a lot, it was just not. Helena, not and the, I think you're a beautiful woman with a beautiful name. Let me do your makeup. Because when when she when they showed her when she wasn't in full makeup, she was very like fresh faced, yeah. normal looking. Yes. Yeah. When you're young, when you're that age, you don't need to put on fucking pancake makeup. No. But people no. did that. People did that where I grew up. Like, like what women they should have They should have done on her like a really pretty kind of like a a smoky eyeliner, but then like a lighter on her lid, and then they should have done just a pretty like. Pink bronze blush and when then just say, a beautiful nude lip. When you say they, you're implying there was some type of makeup crew, not oh. just a black guy holding the camera. <laughs> no, there was. Remember, the, there was a woman. There was a woman oh. that came in. There was a makeup. No, that's what I'm saying. There was an actual makeup artist, y'all. This was not. No, Helena did not do her own makeup. Now, yeah. I will say, Helena seems like a fine model, but y'all. Micah, like, I don't know what he channels in whenever he's modeling, but his it's modeling hot. face, it, it's do, you, do you feel like his whole face changes? Yes, he knows how to smolder. He's yes. got it. He's do, because when you talk, you're like, oh, he's really cute. But then when he does model face, he looks yeah. like five years older and a top. <laughs> Where before he kind of looks like a goofy speaking bottom. Your, speaking your language. Um uh, he it kind of looks all of a sudden like a Herb Ritz, like someone who would be like a Herb Ritz. Yeah, it's uh, a Bruce Weber. Of, yeah, or, yeah. So he's got that kind of look to his face that would like do really well with black and white. Y'all, and, mark, mark our words, Micah is going to be in a calendar holding a football with like dirt on him. 
<laughs> and I will buy said calendar. Du, du le le stade or whatever. How du many le stade. Oh. How many calendars did you sell of that? Boy, we used to have that at the at the bookstore. Gods of the stadium with French rugby players. Du uh, de stade. And it was just them like showering and then kind of being like fake gay with one another. And it was all in black and white. And they Which were made you think it, And it made you think it was artistic if it was in black and white. It wasn't. It was just uh, them playing kind of hyper gay with one another. But it was hot as fuck. Now like white. 20 gay people. I posted links there. And I have to admit, he is pretty. All my gay friends are freaking out. There's some magazine in Europe called like Yummy. And there's this guy, I don't know if you've seen him. He used to be a math teacher. He's Italian. His name oh, is like Pietro Pia- He's <laughs> Exactly. Y'all, all the gays know him because he Pietro is Bustelli. so, well, have you seen he's on the covers magazine and you can see his dick? No, I, I can't believe he hasn't shown a peen yet. Oh, and he has long hair and it looks kind of, oh, this, he's fo- this he's photo gorgeous. took me somewhere, y'all. It he's took me somewhere. Gorgeous. Are you going to look it up right now? You are, aren't you? I'm going to finish the podcast and look it up and then sure up into an interior room. Um, so uh, he's wearing you guys a tux with no shirt, yes. um, which is always a classy look, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and like these sexy glances. But I will say he does have a way of, he does have a model look to him. It kind of works. Yes. Unless um, Elena talks about her boobs in front of him. And, and then, then he can, Completely breaks down and turns into a four-year-old. I think it was interesting, too, when Helena's like, I have an idea. He's like, let's get some on the bed. So all of a sudden, she's calling the shots? It was a weird idea. I thought the guy behind the camera was calling the shots. I think they hired a photographer and makeup artist for Craigslist because they both want to fuck. Yeah. It, it was, I it mean, was a, it was a weird thing. Think about this. How many times, and be honest, has Poodle Boudreaux posted a fake photo shoot? <laughs> How many times? <laughs> looking. What would what 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 did your what did your uh, Craigslist ad say for that when you were looking for models for a photo shoot? Looking Poodle? for models. Uh, lack of shame a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shameful about your body. Don't be. And Mike is not either. And so they're in the bed and she says the word pillow talk. And he's like, what pillow, pillow talk? talk? What's pillow talk? The bed's messy. And then you like put the pillowcases on it. No, she's um, like, after you have intercourse with someone, it's called pillow talk. I have not heard the word intercourse, intercourse. made so, made, made sound so filthy in so long. <laughs> you know, after you have intercourse and he's like, oh. Not since Jan Glenn's nurse Jan said it. <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, but yes, sexual intercourse. intercourse. When she said intercourse, Micah's face, the color drained from his face because it was going to his dick. Yeah, but still, like I, I don't know. I also too, it's like I know he's trying to be professional, but does Micah not know that models rub up and rub up and down each other all the time, and it means nothing to them once you are like dead inside and you're used to doing it, but because it's his first time. I mean, you remember like he's nineteen. He's been sheltered his whole fucking life. I know it is a little bit like. I mean, people still do this, but I remember when you first come out gay. This first didn't happen with, gay. <laughs> when you first come out the gay. But there is, if you're a sheltered gay, you kind of like from a small town, you kind of don't know. Like anytime you meet somebody else gay, there is like, wait a minute, should we fuck? 
<laughs> like, what's the protocol here? Do we need to make out? Because you don't know. And also, Lockie, I y'all. I skip that step. I just kind of go. Oh, away. not me. I was from Lone Grove, Oklahoma, and I didn't know anybody. And so then when I came out in college, and I still knew a new one, and I met one gay guy who was a Latin drag queen, and I was like, I think we have to have sex, but I don't know how this is going to happen. Because <laughs> for some reason, I feel more like a kinship, and I didn't know that was sisterhood. Cut yeah. to... Six months later, we both blew the same guy the same night in the bathroom at different times. Wow. The Rose Room in Village. That's that's like seeing a shooting star. <laughs> it, you know, it really was. We came around and we saw each other for who we were. And she even said, and she was like, like, girl. Wipe the juice yeah, off your mouth. Like, girl, he got a nice dick. And I said, really? <laughs> and 30 minutes later, there I am. <laughs> Like that, like that hot dog guy at the Dodgers games. <laughs> like sands to the hourglass. These are the gays of our lives. Um, so Micah is, uh, he's he's kind of like they're talking about pillow talks. Like, oh, it's the sex you have after you have sex. Okay. Um, so she's then she has his tux on. He's he's shirtless, and I broke down. This is bad. <laughs> It, this it, is just bad photos. The styling and the, the the theme of this shoot, of the progression, this is not Annie Leibovitz's work here. No. <laughs> this is more like um, some guy named like Lamar Leibovitz. Yeah, this is this is Gary not, Leibovitz. This is this is not any type of Mm-mm. good fashion shoot. Mm-mm. Definitely not Annie, Annie Leibovitz. Uh, some guy named wow. Ron Ronald. Taking, yeah. Um, this is disturbing. Um, so he's talking about, um, he said the, the camera guy goes, well, who wants to get wet? And he's like, I want to get wet. And so and then guys, that's when Poodle went, oh my, oh, I already am wet. Um, <laughs> he, he, he proceeds to get in the shower and touch himself. You can, we, I, I wrote down, I see pain. I see penis. I uh, mean, I feel like Micah has very nice big balls. They're just balls. Looks very bulbous. He has very big balls. The penis is all right. The it's penis be fine. It, the penis is not going to make anyone unhappy. It, it, it's not going to be like a penis we're going to talk about later. No, it's uh, no, definitely not. No, um, but it's baby making balls. Definitely, because right, so, those plasts, y'all, they're fertile. He and the gets again. Lydia wet. just threw her phone across the room. With, so then he says, Molly is helping me become who I am. Um, and then I didn't get the soaping up in the boxers, I didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, if you're gonna do it, yeah, I, I might as well go whole hog. Would, you know what? Why would anyone do that? Micah, I just want to say, you're going to have a better career if you commit to your craft. And by whole hog, we mean raw, raw gay sex. <laughs> That's Listen, <what> it <laughs> you're an American model, you get in that shower, and you get those underwears, and you get it all wet. It's oh, just no. dripping. It's just plop. I bind plop. you, BGL. <laughs> Go away. It's like that rain shower song in Bambi. It's wet <laughs> everywhere. You drip dropping because you can't stop it, <laughs> boss. You just so, ruined, ruined that song for everyone. I'm begging you to stop. Drip, drip, drop, <laughs> little April shower. But with me, it's always April because I raw dog that, Micah. You want a raw dog that model shoot. 
baby girl Lisa out. Oh, I never want to see her again or hear her. She's so filthy. Um, so that's all I've kind of got about him. He has yeah. one little thing with her later where he's doing hands. Mariah later, but yeah, yeah it's kind of that's his thing. Um, let's talk about um the father son really sweet moment where oh, we're man. clearing trees to make the pool. Now I will remind you, this is an above ground pool. <laughs> it's not a. It is. It's not a nice. Um, no. Uh, moving the up. pool from the farm. Yeah. To the new house. Yes. And again, Papa Plath has always feels like he's on camera. So he always feels like he wants to narrate almost like he's, I don't know. It's this like, well, you're a very hard worker, Isaac, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and it turns out that Papa, Papa Plath has been thinking, maybe I did do something wrong with not telling them about sex early enough. So maybe this is the time I can do it. And I, and I will, I kind of went, my stomach started like condensing un- under itself. Gargle, and, gargle, gargle. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, um, but I think instead of oh. talking about this, we okay. need to make this Plathville, another episode of Plathville Theater. Ding, 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 Y'all, we're going to have a theme song next week because I'm going to see who do, Poodle. Who do you want to play? I, I wasn't sure about this. You do know, you have one way or the other? I, I, um, I ooh, mm. <clears throat> I'm really torn on this one because I see both of our skill set for this. Um, I feel like um, I I was leaning. Do you have an inkling? Path. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I don't have a leaning. Um, all right. I, I think this could go either way. <laughs> okay. You know what? If if you get into inappropriateness and it's wrong, we'll just switch. <laughs> we'll have to switch soon then. Um, uh, I don't know. Imagine two men sitting on a tree stump. Again, not like that porn I saw called Oklahoma, where a guy had sex over a tree stump. It's a father and son. Again, An actual not, father and son. Not that porn not I saw. porn. With, so it's a father and son sitting on a tree stump, having the talk. Birds are chirping. Sun is shining. There's a dog barking in the background, just, just like here. <laughs> and scene. Who, so, Dad? Uh, sure, it's fun working with you, Dad. Oh, uh, son, I, I wanted to talk to you. Um, yeah, Pop. Hi, Micah's been yeah. dating a number of girls. Do you know that? Do you know what girls are, Micah? Do you know what um, girls are? He's in a big change for him. Oh. Kind of like... How spring moves into summer, and is summer this, moves into fall. That, that, Dad, this sounds like that. This, moves uh, into pubic hair. What? This, oh, Dad, is this? Uh, this reminds me I of mean, that I'm song. Sorry, but, I'm going about this all wrong. Yeah, this reminds me of that. That sounds like that song from that TV show, the one with the well, the woman has a baby out of wedlock, and they're sisters, but they're girls. We can't watch oh, yeah. that show, Dad. No. Uh, <laughs> That describes about 90% of the shows that are on television right now, son. That's why I don't let you watch them. I think it's called Gilmore Girls, but I oh, don't know. That one. That one. Uh, we pray for her nightly. I uh, haven't put my hand in my pants to any of those scenes at no. all, Daddy. You know what? And they honestly, they talk too fast in that show. It's got to be against God's will sometimes. It's true. I thought it was sinful. 
You know yeah. Jesus talks slow, Dad. You know who's really got the good idea on that show? Who? The mayor. The mayor. Who? What's his name? Taylor. He's really Taylor. got things. He's really got things in hand. Dad, he's fat. That's gluttony. Speaking of things in hand, uh-huh. I want to really talk to you. Do you have any questions about girls, son? You know, um, the opposite sex. Um, I mean, or things that are happening to you right now. Like that, when you get excited and it feels like there's a bunch of little lizards just running around in your stomach. And all of a sudden, one of the lizards just like spits something out. Dad, I, yeah. Yeah. Be honest, I didn't, I have been thinking about a couple girls. I've been, I've been following women's professional soccer. Stop that. Stop that right now. But dad, they. You have been girls plenty of uh, time. There's this one. She's blonde. She's real pretty. And she has short hair like me. And I don't know why. There's just something I feel like is the same between us. Well, you may want to get a girl with long, pretty blonde hair like your sister. Just think about her. The next time you're you're kind of aroused, think about your sister. That'll help you. And just don't touch yourself. Okay? Why does that feel wrong in my no-no place, Dad? Because... I don't really know which way up is down is because we've created such a fucked up world for you. So we're doing the best you can. You ever thought about the Air Force? Just Dick, think about the Air Force. Those I, long, Dad, I, tight, white uniforms. What? What the? Those beautiful, taut bodies. Those hats. Dad, I'm looking at that knot hole in that tree stump and I'm thinking of stuff right now. We probably better get back the to work. The shoes shine. Where was I? Dad, give me the saw. I got to get out of energy. Oh, anyway, this is just pillow talk. Let's go back to work. And scene. I learned a lot about. You know what? That 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 was. (laughs) We've had some scenes. And um, who knew that that Papa Plath described uh, ejaculation as two lizards running around in your stomach? (laughs) Um. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> um, and now I just want to watch Gilmore Girls. Uh, good idea. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny.
No, Poodle, I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find you're happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Good Sorry, idea Dark in my house So y'all, that doesn't really go well And it's, honestly I know it Look, I know we should give slack a little bit, but I can't. Yes, all parents should be. I know it's hard to have the sex talk with your kids, but this is kind of how I feel about that. If you're horribly inequipped to talk to your kids about sex or you don't want to, don't have a kid. Or or, feel like it's your responsibility to figure that out. Or send them to school. Yeah. If you aren't comfortable, send them to a place where or or have a family member or someone, you know, that would give good information. Have a have a registered nurse come by because y'all registered nurses are the most sexually sexually (laughs) just my. uh, uh, Oh, my sister-in-law. She would say, do you know about raw dogging? They will know. They know about finger banging. Nurses are very sexually inappropriate and I love them for it. But damn, sit sit next to a nurse. You'll get a fucking earful. All By of our the way, will agree. That reminds me of my sister-in-law. Y'all, my sister-in-law, she's doing okay, but she has COVID right now. So <laughs> and she's a nurse in the health department. So You're prayers for her. Family of <laughs> all of them, because it's Oklahoma fucking Homa. Um, but all of them have been okay. But prayers she, up. you know, y'all, because I talked about my cousin Lolo, my crazy plath my my cousins that are kind of plath or two kind of second cousins that are married but she said my sister-in-law texted me and said so i was listening to your podcast on plathville on the way home and she's like y'all oh, were talking yeah she said you were talking about the i'm not going to say their name but the crazy family of ours and she said do you remember when they completely isolated and outcast their cousin um, their cousin, um, who was like the, one of their cousins, because she told them she was a lesbian and had a girlfriend. She said, I still bring it up to your brother about how disgusting that was. They dropped her like she never existed. Then all of a sudden she's back, has a boyfriend, got married and bam, she's part of the family. But Aww. let me tell you, she's a different person and so visibly sad. Oh, that's so sad. But I'm telling you, but this reminded me of, and we'll talk about this more with Mariah. Just y'all think about this. Two parents told their 17-year-old daughter, who had just turned 17, that she she was living a lifestyle and had to leave their house. It's pretty awful. That's gross. Because, not because it was bad for her, but because it was, she thought that it would rub off on the younger children who she can still control. That she was already 
that like the Mariah was already bad. And Mariah, if you're yep. listening to this show, because I feel like you might, we I just want to let you know, we love honey, you. there is nothing wrong with you. There's nope. nothing sinful about you. There's nothing that you have done wrong. Except so, maybe your clothes. But you know what? We no, she is that. learning. She <laughs> Poodle. I cannot say that. You cannot say that because I knew you when you were in your mid twenties, and there was not a there was not a t shirt you wore that didn't show off your tits when you raised your hands. I know, and I'm saying you have to learn. She'll learn later. You have to learn. You have to learn. Um. So, you got. Let's move on to Ethan and Olivia. Um, and they are, and uh, Ethan is. Uh, coming Jackie in. Wiseman was not happy with Olivia this episode. Well, this is the first episode where Olivia has been kind of not in her own. Um, this was, I feel like this was not the time to get Olivia when they were filming this episode because she looked like she'd been up all night. Um, yeah, she looked uh, tired. So he's just, she's like, he's like, where's breakfast? So assuming she makes all of his food and she's like, I made coffee. So she's been working on her, um, her website because all of her, basically all of her gigs were canceled because of COVID, you guys. That sucks. Was, that sucks. probably filmed, I'm guessing, April, May, maybe June. Probably, probably, probably May. May, June. Her Literally yeah. her busiest time. Yeah. And so she's stressed. And she's like, I don't really feel like making breakfast today to him. And he's like, well, I've never made breakfast before. I guess I'll learn how to do that. <laughs> um, he really kind of is the preacher from The Simpsons. I, God, really? No. No, no, that's not the preacher from Simpsons. Not the preacher, uh, Ned Flanders. That's not Ned Flanders. I can't talk. It's kind of like teeth stick. <laughs> no, but I mean the way he acts is a little oh. bit like, oh well, let me just make pancakes for you. Oh, like howdy doody there. Yeah. yeah um, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it mean it really is. What I liked, what what I by the way, I mean we were talking about this texting, but we didn't say on the air. I don't know if this show is just. Super, super, so heavily produced that we don't realize it, and it feels not produced, or if it's just the circumstances of this family. But this show is like one of the best done reality shows I think we've watched. I agree, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's super produced. Um, I think they would have a hard time being good enough, especially Olivia and Ethan would be hard enough time being good enough actors. That's what I um, think too, but it's such a beautiful. It's I I hate that they're fighting, but it's like you guys, literally. And as Ethan says, he's never had to deal with emotions because his family. That is something that I think a lot of a lot of friends that I know that are Mormon deal with. Yeah, that they sometimes, and I'm not saying all Mormons, um, but what they, in, at least in the friends that I know, came from a very religious Mormon background. Like when you're sad, you pray it away. When you're right. mad, you pray it away, and you kind of actually never though deal with feelings in the real world. And here, yeah. it's not even like Olivia has a lot of stress, but it's not even like this is this horrible thing, but you can tell Ethan is kind of like paralyzed by it. Yeah. really doesn't know what to do. Well, and, and to make your comparison to uh, LDS church, it's interesting because you're, you're taught to remember you're, you're, you're think about, think about things you're grateful for. You're, you're happy. You have your family, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't be sad. God Ooh. provides, God provides. Yeah. And it's this kind of, it, it is a negation of some, of some emotions. You're exactly right. And, and Ethan, there was never why. Why would they ever feel sad? Someone like Mariah felt sad, and there yeah. was no outlet for that. Yes. So, 
Um, anyway. It's so ironic to me because if we think about it, if God gives you joy, God gives you despair. Like all these things are part of, if you believe that, all these things are part of the human experience. So maybe there is something spiritual about sadness. I'm going to say something. Well, it's actually not that controversial. Here's why we don't press we don't press that much in despair in Christianity. You're not productive society member when you're when you're despairing. When you're depressed, you're not working and you're not having them babies and getting them out for the crusade, y'all. Well, even that, you're not being a productive worker. You're not being that's the kind of Christian political uh, sociological system. That's That's true. That's, that's very one true. One of the reasons we don't focus on it. Um uh and also the more you can be in lean into despair, the more you might start to question why things are the way they are in the Bible um, when you're not happy. Um, God, that and was a really- Somebody's <laughs> really upset about that and honked their horn at it. <laughs> Heathen! <laughs> Sacrilege! It is, I, I literally have one, one window and it's way over there. You know what? Maybe that was God. We need to stop talking about this and move the fuck on. Let's so move anyway, on. y'all, he's trying to make pancakes. It's going really bad. He's never and- made any meals before. Let's no, and he keeps her. asking her questions when she's trying to do something. She's about to lose her shit. Um, and this is what happens when Maddie's in the kitchen with me, when when he's asking me a ton of questions. I was about to say maybe or maybe not. I relate to this of when we were roommates. <laughs> you asked me a thousand fucking <laughs> questions. Um, and she's she even says Ethan's not very skilled at reading a room. And he's not because he's, he's never not, had to. He never was in the fucking room. Um, anyway, y'all think about this. He <clears throat> didn't even know what a period was until he married his wife. You guys, till he was 20 years old, he did not know what a period was. But that's that's how kind of uh, sex ignorant these kids are. Because in one way, both Mama Plath and Papa Plath see sex as dirty. And and that's why this is why Mariah has kind of gone. Not really. She's not even that much rebeller. That's the thing. She's not even going that. Crazy. Not, you know, if it was, I would have been Mariah. I would have been fucking guys riding dick every day. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Because really, something that's really beautiful about except the parents, all the kids are really good people. Mm-hmm. Are really yep. turning. I just need. I hope one of those little girls is just a fucking dick. <laughs> She's just lighting everything up, or just like a bull dyke lesbian. Yeah, uh, yes. Her head at eight. Yes. Yeah, I wish. Um. So, Olivia She's out there smoking at the family reunion, <laughs> playing Indigo Girls songs. Yeah, just looking at Mariah was like, "Yeah, who's a bad bitch now, sis?" <laughs> Black velvet oh, yeah. little boy smile. Mrs. Um, anyway. So he's um she's been cooped up. I, I can understand why Olivia is upset. I, I understand why Jackie, or if you watched the show for the first time, why Olivia could have seen that she was being mean to him. It seems like she was being I, I can see why it seemed like she was being over dramatic. But you I think we forget. Because she was raised in a conservative house, too. You guys, they are both 22 years old, living in their own house, working as adults, and trying to function and run their own business, and her run her own business. During COVID. Imagine 
imagine when you're watching this, how you were when you were 22 years old. Yep. I mean, uh, I was, I didn't know what I was going to do when I was 22 years old. We were teaching at fucking summer camp when we were 22 yeah, years old. There, and I think there's a lot of pressure on both of them. Especially yes. The pressure with the family. She doesn't deal with it as well as Ethan does because he doesn't engage. He doesn't engage. She actually she, does know her own emotions. She, she I think she is not only holding her emotions, she's holding Ethan's emotions. Yeah, probably. She loves him and she's probably she's holding all that for him. And so it is just overwhelming and she and needs him to share that we do see that she tells him my period started i don't feel like i'm gonna get bloated with carbs y'all we've all seen women do that because their periods are making them it's like they're are making them crazy inside that's just hormonal and i'm not saying all women we're not saying all women are like that in their period but we're saying that where some people are like oh i hate it when women say they're hormonal but if you're a woman and you feel like it makes you crazy right. yeah you you own that whatever you want but yes um yeah, so he wasn't basically he's saying, I'm sorry, I wasn't taught to communicate. I wasn't. And he, he did y'all. He did the perfect thing. He literally just hugged her and said, I'm sorry, you're having a bad day. And that was it. And she's like, I'm so glad he did that. And he also said, I'm sorry that I'm doing things to annoy you. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, the best thing to do. <laughs> unless it's to poodle. Cause I said that once and he threw a pan at me and said, get out. <laughs> so that's how that day ended. It's better not to touch me. When I'm when I'm in that kind of yeah, place. it's because it's I not, might lose a hand. <laughs> he looks like that like it's like he looks like that thing in the Upside World in Stranger <laughs> Things, <laughs> <laughs> just like this, um, like a fucked up lotus leaf, it's lotus better, flower. It's better not. It's better to tell me soothing things and 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 say you're sorry. You know what? It's um, better to do. It's say poodle here. I fixed you a drink, and then suddenly he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can pet me then only can you pet me and yes uh like a, like gizmo yes um but don't fuck poodle after midnight it makes him a gremlin <laughs> it's not water y'all it's semen that does the trick <laughs> don't get him wet um uh so they um uh th they kind of wound up let's see the last little bit is ethan is talking about um a motorcycle he found in a junkyard this was such a sweet scene it and really was i i mean if if ethan is acting this and now maybe they're coaching him but if he is acting this he needs some kind of emmy because agreed it was just so it was done in such a way you know, i'm sure they have a great great line producer who's talking through all this with them um and a great like uh uh someone on the ground who's really helping them well, what i loved about it too is that a lot of men don't talk about and go through their feelings mm -hmm. in this way and i think a lot of times women think men aren't dealing with things but they don't realize that was my father he never talked about things but he when he was upset what he do he would go out and work and the act of working and moving his body, as we've learned in that burnout podcast from Brene Brown, mm -hmm. was a way of kind of completing that emotional feeling and getting through that right. or getting or getting past that. And I think a lot of women think that men are avoiding. I don't know so much as they're avoiding things if they're working through it in a different way. So like, y'all, if you're 
if your husband or boyfriend doesn't talk to you about an emotion, but he likes to go outside and I don't know, and fix work and on fix, cars or work on trucks, or- maybe you could say, Hey, why don't you go work on your truck for about 10 minutes? And maybe I can, maybe y'all can talk a little bit while he's working. Maybe that's a good place. I don't you know, know. Leave him alone when he's doing that. <laughs> or maybe just or let, may- him do it. let him do it for like 20, 30 minutes, then come back inside. But maybe he could go out there and say, Hey, do you, can you hand me, he says, can you hand me, can you hand me that wrench? And you say, sure. And you go and you get the wrench and then you put your semi soft dick in his hand. And he says, that's not a wrench. And I said, and I'll say, well, it can screw. I think you Where are we? inserted yourself. Where into are we? Something else. What's happening? Uh, anyway. Uh, so he's, he, Ethan is like fixing a motorcycle and the guy said, you can, here's, you can have it free if you get it running. And uh, he's he's like working on cars and escape because when it's fixed, it's fixed. I wish I knew how to fix my relationship with Olivia, and it was that easy. And it's it, it was it's a beautiful thing and a beautiful metaphor, even though it's very simple. He's like, I wish I was good at fixing things. Like, and he's like, Olivia's really hurt. Um, still are still no contact with their parents, and um, and he said. Like, I just wish Olivia Olivia came with an uh, instruction manual, and because that's how he understands the world. He's a mechanical person. It was a sweet I moment. I wish Poodle Boudreaux came with an instruction <laughs> manual. It'd be in Chinese and German. It'd be. You know what? You are your instruction manual is the IKEA of emotional <laughs> manuals. Borsidarsen. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Moriah. 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 Which I have been corrected, or not really. People explained that the reason why it's spelled this way is that it was Mount Moriah where Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac. Um, do, you don't know who these people are, do you? Bible people. <laughs> Bible people. Y'all, if you're Catholic and know anything of the Bible, I want you to come at us because every Catholic I've ever known knows. I don't and me, me raised a combination of Baptist and Methodist. I know because of tons of tons and tons of Sunday school. I don't think we need to know the Bible that well to be. But but I, I think Protestants are brought up that you that you study the Bible because it is the it is the the one. Book. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't I don't subscribe to that. Well, I'm not I'm not even Christian. But when, but. but when you but and I well the only reason you need to know the Bible is so many illusions come from it in our normal no, society. I agree with that. Yeah, and in a way, mm-hmm. the Bible is a is a is a storybook and th- that teaches both ethics and whatever morality you want to have. So does Harry Potter. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Um, so that's Mount Moriah when Abraham and was was told by God to sacrifice his son Isaac, and he went up there and he was like, "I'm going to do it, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're not going to stop me." But that the it's, it's always been a really cruel story for me, um, like a lot of Old Testament stories. Yes, where God says, "I need you to kill your own son for me." A uh, very cult yeah. cult leader. Um, and so he's about to do it. He's complete. Finally, when he's got the resolve, I'm going to kill my son for God. And God stops his hand and says, no, you, you will not kill. You will slaughter this goat or this animal instead of your son. And I guess yeah. everything's okay. 
the thing, I don't, I just don't see love in that. But that's not for me to say. But, no, I'm. I don't love it either. I'm saying it's it's just interesting to know what's there. I mean, just getting through the genealogy is ridiculous. Oh, we skipped all those. Um. So anyway, y'all. Uh, so Mariah is. Um. Where's it started? Oh, she's on a date. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. She has dinner Lydia with Lydia. Comes over. Lydia. And Kim, Lydia Kim brings over. over Lydia, y'all, and because Lydia can't drive yet, I guess. Um, and they walk in. I think and, she can drive, but she's maybe she probably she's got a purpose. Her her learner's permit. And so Mariah's getting stuff ready, and Kim brings her a book about fashion. <laughs> I guarantee you, this was 30 years old, and it's probably yep. like. Halston. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She got it at the Goodwill store. She got it at the Goodwill. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I saw this book. Thought it'd be good for you. Remember, y'all, remember in the first season, Mariah says, quote, I hate to read. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't like rules. I hate to read. So Mariah's it. never going to read this book, y'all. No. Um, 101, Kim. 101. Um, but anyway... Maybe it's nice that she tries. So Mariah totally makes cereal for dinner. And she I actually cereal in the box in the bowls. I, I totally believe she had made cereal for dinner. She totally got me with this. And Lydia's like about to pour cereal for dinner. And Mariah's cracking up. And actually, all she made steak and macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. It was boxed macaroni and cheese, but she still she still made steak and salad. I mean put in the oven. So But she was 17 years old and did this. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I can make hamburger helper and that's it. Not a steak. <laughs> My mother never let us have hamburger helper. No. Uh, she's like, who would want to do that? <laughs> well, when, well, your mom wasn't a single mom working 10 that's hours a true. day and could afford just, you know, a hundred dollars a week to feed you're, her and her son. You're not going to shame mother. So, Pope. you know, she had to do <laughs> what she had to do. Well, I cooked too, but my mom whether they would tell me what to cook or I would look but it up. But your mother got embarrassed when you cooked because she realized you were just gay because you're like, Mom, <laughs> I'm making this. I, I, fi- I figured out I'm, how to make a white I, sauce. She's I'm, like, a, I'm a better cook than she is. I'll say that now. Um, oh, would you say that to her face? No. no. Yeah. You know what? She'd She's, probably admit it. She'd probably admit it. Sadly. And she'd look at you and say, who makes better biscuits? She makes better biscuits. There are certain things my mother makes better than me. Definitely. It's because uh, she won't tell him how she makes them. No, she won't. She, she's done that before. She's left something out. Um, my grandmother used to do that. My grandmother, no one knows still how to make my grandmother's pound cake. She took the real recipe to her grave. She wrote it down for someone, and it still doesn't taste the same. Bitch left out like two things. <laughs> That's called a gr- passive aggression from the grave. It's true. Um, I get it. Oh, don't pull over, y'all. God, it's loud in Los Angeles at 5.45 or 4.45. Um, so uh, they're talking, and um, and she's saying uh, Lydia's – or Mariah says to Lydia, so any, anything about your love life? What about that guy? And she basically says, well, there's something I want you to tell them. We, you know him. And at that point, Mariah went, oh, and she almost teared up. And it was so sweet. She's like, this is the same guy she met when she was 13. And it's like, oh. it was it was a very sweet moment on Mariah's part. However, y'all, I'm, I'm scared that Lydia's in love with the mannequin. <laughs> like, is this even real? It like, it's been the world. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's been two years now. She hasn't really talked to the guy. This, as a therapist, like that mind, I'm going, this is just fantasy love. This isn't going to end well. I'm worried for her. I'm worried about sweet. Lydia's already writing her prayers on the wall to the man in the moon and God. Like, man it's just, <sighs> y'all, this is, I just, I what love being out. You know, I, I did hear or Bill Bulwer actually said there's a rumor going around that it's actually Olivia's brother. Wouldn't that drive Mama Plath nuts? Oh, my God. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, I kind of lost my shit. And I wrote, stop. <laughs> wow. That would be perfect because their families have known each other. They have. That's true. And they met. So maybe that's it. Yeah. And it's been two years. So maybe the last time she met him was at. Uh, oh, my God. Olivia and the wedding. We just yes. solved the mystery. <laughs> I think we had help from Bill Bowler, but that's okay. Poodle, poodle, do. Where are you? Poodle, poodle, do. Yeah. to suck now. <laughs> Come on, poodle, do. I see you. You chasing that big dick now. You know you got a slutty ass and you just went it in your back. Oh, yeah. Give him sass. And if it'll do, if you come through, you're going to have yourself a cummy snack. <laughs> Don't hold back. <laughs> poodle, poodle, do. Where you're fucking who? Poodle, poodle, do. You're a slut. <laughs> well done. Well done. You know, Scooby-Doo was my favorite show as a child. Well, we just For ruined it. <laughs> we just, someone literally is going to watch Scooby-Doo with their kids and I and just be going, Poodle, doodle, poodle, do, where are you? You're, you're fucking good. <laughs> Put that on the musical episode. Have yourself a cummy snack. Oh, God. What'd you say? What'd you say, Dad? <laughs> what'd you Sorry. Say? Sorry. Sorry, Mom. Watch your cartoons, Robert. <laughs> yeah, don't, anyway. bother, don't bother Mom. So anyway, y'all, so they, so it really, her reaction, what I love is that, again, I love that they're two sisters who are completely different and should mm-hmm. be like so many shows and so many things would put them at odds and have them fight and have them undercut each other and be competitive. Right. And I love that they're so different, but they both just love one another. Yeah, it's true. It's I, really, really wonderful. Yeah. I, I love their relationship. I love I, both of them. This season... I need uh, I need Lydia to get a makeover because her hair is so frizzy. Bad. It's I so think, bad. I think they only have like head and shoulders or prowl at yeah. home. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They don't use herbal essence because all oh, those commercials were sick. Were too sexual. <laughs> um, they just yeah. They, they yeah went, Mama Kim looks at Barry in the night. She's like, honey. I just use my herbal essence, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, they would. They'd use it for themselves." Yes, they would. So Mariah, y'all, is going on her first date now. I would say it's probably her first official date because she's definitely met up with some boys. Well, she's known. We find out she knows this guy. Like they have gone out, but this is the first like proper someone comes over and picks her up on a date. And you know, I'm. I know you. We we need to let her choose. These outfits are questionable. These boots. Uh, she really likes neon colors. It looks like she's roller derbying. That's it. Always does look like she's roller derby. Going to roller derby team. Like I just want to uh, see Mariah in navy. Never. Um, so she. Um, 
But her hair was cute and her makeup was cute. And she said, you know, with my family before, it was kind of like we had to pick our guy from a distance and then we could only get close to them. There was no dating. So he's he shows up, you guys, this guy. He's on Matt. a road. Can you be a little more anticlimactic? <laughs> we don't even know his name yet. How dare you? We don't even see his face. Where is your flair for the dramatic? Sorry. Honestly, the show did such a good job of setting him up. They not did. His face. Doing that, and you just blurt out. You're awful. Um, so just let me handle all the climactic things. So <laughs> which is what he usually says in bed. Handle the climaxes. Um don't touch, don't touch it. I got it handled. Um uh, so he's got he's like, here, safety first. He's a tall boy. He gives her helmet and uh and I I've ridden on the back of a motorcycle before. I dated a guy exclusively because he had a motorcycle and I felt so cool. This is probably when I I've been in Los Angeles maybe two or three years. Remember the guy who drove a motorcycle? Um, no, I didn't know. I wouldn't have let you. Re- I wouldn't let you date him if I knew that. <laughs> he had a helmet. No, it's not if it's when you have a wreck. He worked for um, a car-, car driver, one of the auto magazines. Um, I met him because I met him at a party for a friend of mine. It was his birthday party, and he was a guest. He lived a couple doors down. Um, so I just kind of grabbed him halfway through the party and took him back to his place because <laughs> I'm a slut. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> and we dated for a while. It was it was a lovely five or six weeks, uh, maybe three or four. Where is he now? I don't know. <laughs> we don't follow each other. Um. Anyway, so she's like, motorcycles make me feel free. I'm like, me too, girl. My motorcycles make me feel engorged, terrifying to me. So, uh, I so anyway, he takes off his helmet we see him walk in well they go to a diner and he's hot y'all now before you ask we have checked he is legal his name is 19 max Kalmschmidt. i've looked him up y'all he's 19 he's beautiful and it's huge and it's huge it is it's huge it's big it's It's like it is a pendulous dong. It is a pendulous dong. Just swinging there in the breeze. Mariah doesn't know what she got herself into. Catching the sunlight. <laughs> you know, in the words of Whoopi Goldberg, you in danger, girl. Yeah, it's going to be, if that's going to be your first, you're never, you're going to be ruined for the rest ruined. of your life. Just stay with him forever. So, but Matt, they have so cute. So they have this beautiful date at this little diner. And again, I'm like, Either this cannot be real because this is so perfectly scripted, or it's just so perfect. It's yeah, just, I, this so one, well done. It's a little scripted because he's done some social media stuff before. Like he's yeah. got a social media presence, so he goes to school to community college. Uh, Poodle, did ninety day gays follow him today at all? Uh, immediately. Jesus, there's a lot of shirtlessness. There's a lot of pictures of him, like with the fish he's caught too. He's very buff. He's hot. He's got a hot body. Let's be honest. I went to his Instagram and Poodle had already followed him for us. <laughs> but I looked too. It's true. I did. His body's like Micah ripped. Yeah, it is. They're going to get along real well. Um, maybe too well. Ooh, maybe too well. No, don't do that to Mariah. I love Never her. Never had I ever. Um, so 
uh, he's like, you know, um, uh, you know, I like to get messy on dates. It's like, I'm going to eat this and have blueberry on my teeth. I like a goofy guy like that. So she's, he's like, immediately we jump in. Tell me about you moving out. Um, she's like, you know, I just, I felt being, ju- I was being judged by my family the whole time. And I didn't like, it and I felt gross. And I knew that I wasn't in the world. And that's such a beautiful, a beautiful. saying that. God, I love Mariah, y'all. I, I'm a huge fan of hers. I, I love her too, because really the way she said that she wasn't, I mean, think about really not being the world. And so she's like, I'm scared. I'm scared to tell him about the past because what if, what if what I, this idea of, she's like, I'm trying to learn on my own, but what if I'm learning is wrong? Right. It's like the thing about, I think that's so, I just hit it. What's so kind of beautiful about all these Plath kids, they weren't actually in the world Mm -hmm. and they don't know about a lot of like sexual things. However, though, they are, they don't have the filter. They don't have the filter of you don't say that. And they say what we're all thinking of. What if I'm in the world and I'm trying to, I do this at my job. I don't know what I'm doing at my job, but what if I'm doing wrong? I don't know how to be a mom, but I'm trying to be a good mom. But what if I'm wrong? That's right. such a human statement that is never said aloud. Um, oh. Basically, she tells him that uh, my parents are very religious. I have eight siblings. And he's like, me too. And I went, oh. And so anyway, she's like, I started sneaking out all the time because I couldn't date. And the night that I was caught, the night I met you was the night that my mother said, you have to leave. You have to move out because you're not being probably you're not listening to me and you need to move out of our house because you're a bad example for our younger kids, which is so awful. It's horrible. It's horrible. And then Max says, but you know. You can't tame a wild horse. You have to run at the same pace as it does and guide it in that direction. Max! Date me! She's a wild one running free. The idea of a 42-year-old gay man (laughs) dating that. (laughs) He's like, wait, who are you? Who are you? Where do you live? Uh, I like girls. I'm like, but I mean, I mean, and he's like, you're creepy. That's what he would say. (laughs) It they're still together, I think. At least on Instagram, they look like they're I think together. They are, yeah. They're still dating, I believe. Y'all, and she's gonna love him for a long time because that's the first guy she ever boned. A big penis. Yeah, who's beautiful? It's a pendulous, a pendulous dong. A pendulous dong. So she said. She even says, "I've never had someone make me feel accepted." And um, even though it's a huge gamble in my heart, Mariah, you're gonna be okay. They called the wind Mariah. They call my soul Mariah. She is going to be okay. Anyway, that's the show. I love this show. It's so much fun to watch. It actually makes me think about my life. Think about your life. Think about the dreams you had. It's a good show. Poodle, poodle, do you talk to... (laughs) Y'all, that's <laughs> dick. Um, There's a dick in my butt. <laughs> you know, a poodle snack is not the same as a Scooby snack, y'all. No, 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 no. no. Uh, don't, don't take a poodle snack if offered one at a party. <laughs> no, you won't remember the next week. 
Uh, y'all come at us follow us at 90 day gaze on instagram and twitter but only for a little while because you guys come name us we're changing the name of our show you've heard you've talked about discovery is making us change the name of our show (laughs) so you can you can enter there is you guys there's this thing in the show notes a couple of you emailed us and said i couldn't find the link the link's right in the show notes of the show it says, help name us in all caps. Just click on it and you'll be sent to a Google Doc and you can submit your proposed name for the show. And if you win, we're going to fly you out to a live show. You can bring your guests to life in the continental U.S. We'll pay for your plane ticket and Not it'll there. be a time when we start having live shows again. Yeah, it's basically if this will all come to me to say no, if you start having a lot of crazy requests, I'll be the heavy. I'll say, nope, nope, not going to do it. <sighs> not going to do it. Just not going to do it. Play your cards right. If you live in like Sioux City, Iowa, we'll fly you out. Uh, we won't fly out your friend. I don't care how broke they are. We're giving you two All fucking right. tickets. Find a find a bed to sleep on. That's what <sighs> I do when I go to a city. <laughs> anyway, you can also, y'all, come and set up Cameo. Poodles at Jake It or Fake It. I'm at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. And Instagram and Twitter is at 90 Day Gaze. If you, I know Christine is going to make a funny meme about this show, this oh. episode. Oh, God. Please let it be about that. <laughs> she makes such good memes, y'all. She makes such good. We love her so much. Shout out again to our Facebook moderators. Join us in the Facebook group, Sissy Squad. We have a lot of fun in there. Fun in there. Have fun in there. Oh, and y'all. Y'all been coming at merch. I guess the merch is maybe on sale again. Merch is on sale, not sell. You you say sale That's like it's sale. sale. It's on sale. <laughs> and anything else going on with merch on Black Friday, Poodle? Uh, Poodle Home Collection coming Black Friday, Friday of next week. Um, I'm having all types of ideas. I've got pieces of paper spread out all over my apartment. Designs. For You're not. A, you are not fucking Christian <laughs> Siriano. If Kathy Ireland could design a cow, no, so no, can I. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. Um, if she can have a home collection at Kmart, I can be at Public. <sighs> anyway, and he's going to be, y'all. So the Poodle Home Collection coming on Fr- Black Friday exclusively. Art, pillows, wall hangings. We've got, you can even put them on t-shirts, mugs, lots of home goods. You can, That's uh, the thing with Public. You actually choose the design yeah. and you can put it on whatever you want. I'm focusing on mostly home goods, although T-shirts are are will be available. We can still. So. Uh, so. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, that's the way it goes. Last but not least, leave a review. We love nothing more than a five star review that says anything. If you want to leave us a Civil War letter, uh, or but just at least keep going, Queens. At least that. So, Poodle, this was wonderful. Hey, I'm oh, gonna fun this time. I'm gonna see you in like two days. It's gonna be back in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like submit when you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get married. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get married today. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be sure to join us. Uh, we're gonna have um we've got Love After Life After Lockup coming Life this week. And also Friday of this week. Yes, and for our Patreons, we're gonna have a special episode on Thursday that drops with our we had a lot of fun with Cray Cray doing this crossover. Oh, we had, it was a, the episode was long, but it was, it really was long because we just talked to each other yeah. so long. And, and we talked about long. ninety days for the first forty five minutes. Then the other, the part about love and her lockup is going to be on our Patreon. So yeah. uh, there you go. All right, guys. All right, y'all. Plath until we plath. We don't know. We got to have a sign. What is this? I don't know. How about poodle doodle doo? Dude. <laughs> Do that. <laughs>
Zoi? Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 